This is the Squared Ham Podcast. Any views or opinions represented in this podcast are personal and belong solely to the host and guests and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that they may or may not be associated with in their professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. Any views or opinions expressed are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, fraternity, business, company, or a specific individual. Now, on to the show. Morning, morning time. I am Mike Schaefer, and welcome to the Squared Ham. It is Friday, September 25th, 2020. This is episode 17, Energy Vampires. I've been busy, real busy. For the last nine months, I have been researching and developing a video presentation on Joseph Smith Jr., the founder of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and his relationship with Freemasonry. I had really hoped to be done with it at the start of the year, but things got in the way and I put it on the back burner. Two weeks ago, I decided to buckle down and complete it. After countless hours of editing, and re-editing, and re-editing, I believe I am done. I don't want the video to offend either side, so I've tried to eliminate all personal biases from the video. I have a few friends right now proofing the video with. Hopefully, uh, they'll give me a thumbs up and tell me it's good to go. If they find it acceptable and not offensive, I will publish it online for the public. My intent then is to just publish the audio from it to a future podcast. So keep your fingers crossed. Hopefully all will be well and I can upload it for your listening enjoyment soon. Well, it's the end of September and around my house, that means it's the start of Halloween. Actually, it's pretty much Halloween all year round at my house, as it is my wife's favorite holiday of the year. If she had her way, Halloween decorations would be up all year long. But we've come to an agreement, and she begins decorating right after Labor Day. She goes all out when decorating the house. Probably ten times as many decorations are outside for Halloween than when there are for Christmas. She has witches, skulls, you name it, it's out there. She even has a full-size casket, a full-size working guillotine. There's mannequins out there with hatchets in their head. There's, that's just naming a few of the things that she's got out there. Anyway, the Halloween theme got me thinking. And today, I'd like to talk about people that I call energy vampires. Now, I'm not talking about toxic people in particular, although toxic people can be energy vampires too. What I'm talking about is... Have you ever had an encounter with a person, and afterwards you feel tired, drained, or maybe even you feel guilty for something that isn't your fault? If the answer is yes, then you may well have been a victim of an energy vampire. Energy vampires are quite simply those people around you that suck the life out of you. They leave you feeling drained, energyless, and even depressed. Have you ever just had such a bad day at work, so bad dealing with people and things, that when you drive home, you actually drive the speed limit and the radio is off? You just drive home so tired, drained, no radio, doing the speed limit, you're just, you're just tired. That's the type of people I'm talking about. Let's take a look at some of the type of energy vampires that are out there. 
There is the Dominator Vampire. Superiority is the name of the game for Dominator Vampires. These vampires love to be in control and intimidate their victims. Often, Dominator Vampires have a number of insecurities around being hurt, wronged, or weakened by others. So they try to conceal the emotional trauma by dominating or taking control of others. Generally, this type of vampire has rigid opinions and cynical perceptions of life, which may make them discriminatory and prejudiced. I know several dominator vampires. Unfortunately, living in the South, folks tend to be very opinionated on politics, religion, and race issues. I've seen firsthand when these folks get to talking. They are like a freight train. They'll talk right through you. They aren't interested in listening to you. They enjoy the sound of their own voice. And their only intent is to tell you what they think. Try to get a word in, and you'll be cut off. These folks drain the life right out of you, because you know you're going to be stuck in a one-sided conversation. They're going to be held hostage. And all that you want is for them to shut up for a minute and listen to you. But they won't, because to them, what they have to say is the only thing that matters. You'll leave that conversation frustrated as you were forced to listen to them and weren't able to return any dialogue. Next would be the judgmental vampire. From a bird's eye view, judgmental vampires love to bully other people. But zoom in a little closer and you'll see their own shattered self-worth. They feed their ego by highlighting and making fun of your insecurities until you feel pathetic and small. Basically, judgmental vampires treat others just as how they treat themselves. These folks are dangerous. The judgmental vampire will sit with a group of folks and talk ill of someone. They are always judging the action of others. Be careful with these folks, because as the minute you get up and leave their conversation, you leave that group, you'll be the next one they are talking about. Another type of emotional vampire is the melodramatic vampire. If there was an energy vampire Oscars, the melodramatic vampire would take home the award for best actor. As implied by its name, melodramatic vampires have the need to create drama, mainly because they need to feed the void they feel inside. They love a crisis, and being involved in problematic situations, they thrive on being victimized and therefore are in need for attention and love. Your energy will be drained when you get sucked into the drama that they create. This vampire really annoys me. They are often trying to be the savior of a situation, and the situation honestly really doesn't need saving. They'll often start a conversation by saying, I don't mean to get involved, or I don't want to start any drama, but, and there it is, the but. When you hear the word but, it should be a clue that something is coming. This person is often the third party in a beef. You know, for example, if person A and person B are beefing about something, then this person, person C, will be on the outside and they keep fueling that fire between party A and B. They should take the old saying and take the advice. There's conversations between A and B, so see yourself out of it. Another type of emotional vampire is the narcissistic vampire. We're all aware of people who are narcissists, those who lack empathy for others and have a need for admiration. People with this condition are frequently described as arrogant, self-centered, manipulative, and demanding. Narcissist energy vampires are the same. They don't have a genuine interest in others. Their motto is, 
Me, me, and more me. They are manipulative. They charm you, leaving you powerless to fend off their influence to put them first at all costs. We've all met a narcissist before. In fact, based on reading half of the Facebook comments, it is probably the best used line for the reason that relationships fail. You'll read, we broke up because he or she is a narcissist. In my personal life, my younger sister, Deborah, she is a narcissist. She defines the very essence of what a narcissist is. I also call her a joy thief. They're one and the same. For that reason, she and I have not spoken for years. She is the type of person that if I were to tell her that my child did really well in a science project and got a 98, she would immediately, well, my child has gotten a 100. There is nothing positive about these type of people. They can never focus on your joys in life. Everything that they deal with, everything they think, everything that they say is about them. In the fraternal world, I have run across a narcissist vampire, but they tend to be joiners. And we call them joiners instead of narcissists. So you got to look at this and you got to dig a little bit deeper and you will discover that they aren't necessarily just joiners. They are definitely a narcissistic vampire. They only join the organization because they want to put the organization's name with theirs. It's not about what they can do for the fraternity. It's about what the fraternity can do for them. Remember, their motto is me, me, and more me. Another emotional vampire you might encounter is the victim vampire. These are also known by the name martyr vampires. Victim vampires target you through guilt. Usually, this type of person has remarkably low self-esteem. They believe that their suffering is mainly due to others. So if now we're looking at them, 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 instead of me, me, me. So instead of taking responsibility for their own life, they blame and emotionally pressure others for their shortcomings. Victim vampires don't receive enough love and acceptance from others. And this unworthiness makes them prey on your energy until you feel overly compassionate. Once you're sucked in, you feel guilty if you don't pay them attention and subsequently end up giving more than you can afford. The victim vampire can be summed up in one short phrase, you reap what you sow. The difficulty with the victim vampire is that they won't listen to your suggestions on how to improve their situation, oftentimes revolving around poverty or poor dating choices. We've all know them. We have friends that are in that same circumstance. We have folks that either through loss of a loved one, loss of job, whatever it may be, they're in a bad place. But when we try to offer solutions based on our life experiences, they don't want to listen. It's almost as if they enjoy suffering and they thrive on the pity of others. At the end of the day, the victim vampire just needs to put on your big boy pants. Remember, sweat dries, blood clots, bones heal. Suck it up, buttercup. Now that we have looked at the different types of energy vampires, let's examine a key factor in what we know about vampires. They hate the sun. In fact, sunlight kills them. It's appropriate to point out that at my outro of every one of my podcasts, I end by saying, instead of searching for light, become the light. Light, or the sun, has been interpreted many ways. 
It has meant knowledge, a provider of heat, a source of good. It has been associated with deity, and it is seen as a source of energy, and in its absence, death is certain. Now, I'm not talking about physically killing these folks, but rather metaphorically killing their behavior. To keep the vampires away, we must have light. We must be positive and surround ourselves with positive people. I have friends that are a joy to be around. These are people that I look forward to seeing, no matter my mood. I know that after spending some time with them, I will come home feeling refreshed and energized. These are the folks that I call out of the blue, and these are the folks that call me out of the blue, just to see how we are doing. These are friends that don't have a hidden agenda. Their only desire is to be your friend. These are the people that we need to be surrounding ourselves with. This COVID-19 pandemic has caused many of my Masonic meetings to be canceled. Last Saturday, I was finally able to attend a Masonic meeting of one of the invitational-only orders that I belong to. Now, I haven't seen many of these brothers in six months, nine months, maybe even a year, because these meetings only meet quarterly or every six months. Now, it was a two-and-a-half-hour drive to the event and a two-and-a-half-hour drive back. But I got to tell you, I was so emotionally pumped up to see and chat with these guys that the drive there seemed like it took maybe 20 minutes, and the time I spent with them just flew by. And even the ride home wasn't didn't seem to be that long because I was still riding that emotional high from being around them. I just can't stress enough how important a person's emotional health is in relationship to their physical health. Are you going to be able to eliminate all emotional vampires from your life? No, of course not. But hopefully, now, you should be able to at least identify them in your life. You should look at what isn't and what is working. And after discovering who the vampires are, I would suggest spending less time with them and more time with those who are a source of light. That's the show for today. I'd love to hear from you and hear what your thoughts and comments are on today's show. Or if there's a topic that I have not covered and you would like me to, please let me know. Comments can be emailed to thesquaredham at gmail.com. Again, that's thesquaredham at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. And until next time, remember, you can spend your time searching for light or you can become the light.